Hey, Max, we're going to talk about, uh, what was it again? What are we, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. We, uh, oh, come on, it's... Uh... Krim. We're going to talk about Krim. Ah, shit, I better edit that out. I got to sound decisive, you know? I can't be one of these these indecisive people. Uh, we're going to talk about Krim espresso machines today, Max. Uh, and I'm actually pretty excited about yeah. this because um, I think this could be the one. I was going to say because you look a little bit pixelated, although that could yeah. be because you haven't been using moisturizer. It's difficult. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, there yeah. you go. There you are. There you are. Hello, Hello, Max. Hello. Are you on the right network now? I think so. Uh, we've got a lot to get through. Actually, we don't have a lot to get through. There's the, we're going to talk about one machine, and they've only got four. Thank God they've only got four models in their yes. lineup, so it shouldn't take too long. And actually, they actually kind of make sense. They structured it well. I don't know what mm -hmm. they're thinking. Uh, or having said that, they are not Italian, so, you know. Um, well, where are they from? Spanish? Spain. Yes, yes. Well, it's kind of Italian, really. <laughs> that, just, that sounds like a very kind of you know, pre-invasion statement. Um, it's like you're Italian. Well, come over. We're friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we're cousins. Uh, yeah, yeah, like we say, we're Greeks. One face, one race. Oh, we'll just send like the Russian soldiers. They're just they were in Ukraine on holiday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> <so> <laughs> you were around here. You were around here yesterday. There goes our one luck Russian listener. Um, you were around here yesterday. Uh, I wasn't. Yes, you were. Uh, I wasn't. Allegedly. Um, the eye in the sky. Okay, you went. If you were, then you would have uh, tasted some of the chocolate I gave you. And I didn't give you any of this, any of this rum with pineapple and coconut because I kept that for myself because that's the good stuff. Uh, I've been eating that right. It's interesting. It's got um, little pieces of, of, of pineapple in there. Anyway, uh, I was having that, I was slurping that down with a cup of coffee whilst, uh, whilst I was waiting for you to sort out your technical problems. Um, so I thought I'd bring that up. Uh, mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about the Krim one. I think this could be yes. the one because uh, I say that every time, but this really could be the one because it's actually got um, the most important thing going for it. Do you know what that is? It makes coffee. No, that's of secondary importance. The most important thing is that it looks like a Cylon from Battlestar Galactica. I'm it's sure like I mentioned that to you. As, I'm sure that meant... Oh, wait, what? You you know Battlestar Galactica, right? Of course. Oh, for the love. Uh, people I have to work with. Uh, Battlestar. I'm like, I can't even tell it to you. you this, is an, this is an epic cult sci-fi. Epic cult uh -huh. sci-fi series. Uh, go get on Netflix. In fact, stop the podcast right now. Just go watch it. We'll come back in a couple of weeks when you finish. It's uh, very, very good. Anyway, so, so the machine looks like a Cylon. Uh, as all coffee machines should do. And that's the number one thing going for it. So now that it's past that benchmark, and every time I come down, I look at it, I'm going to feel like I'm in Battlestar Galactica, which is amazing. Uh, however, before it gets over the finish line, we need to just check that it actually can make a decent espresso. So that's what we're going to be doing today, is uh, going through and asking some questions. I'll be asking the smart questions. Uh, and <laughs> But, but, but because I'm asking them, it means I don't know the answers. You'll be answering the smart questions. I will probably be answering some of the questions. <sighs> and then there's a couple of dumb questions I threw in there just because, you know, we want to cover the spectrum. Uh, but before we do that, Max, I unfortunately, I have um, I got a memo from marketing. It's never mm -hmm. a good thing. At least it's not a memo from HR. Yeah. I need to read this to you. We've got some instructions. <clears throat> Dear sir or madam, yes, kind of you would have thought by now they would know, you know. Anyway, uh, it has come to our attention that your podcast is not lying enough. As recent events have taught us, in order to compete in the competitive landscape uh, we now face, telling the truth is no longer a luxury that we can afford. Uh, we have compiled some clickbait titles for your consideration. Mm -hmm. uh, and I need to run these through with you, Max. We need to pick a, a few clickbaity titles that can get more traffic. That's what it's all about. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, what do you think of the first one? Housewife from Birmingham discovers secret to making great espresso. <laughs> uh -huh. 
Yeah, yeah, sounds cool. I don't know if you get those in your Google feed all the time, but I get that all the time. Housewife from Espresso amazes her kids with this recipe. You won't believe what you, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so we could be- definitely leverage leverage uh, that idea. Mm-hmm. Or we can go straight in with, uh, you know, the old uh, never fail. Does Espresso make you a better lover? Now, this is a clever one because it doesn't actually postulate the lie it asks the question. It's a perfectly reasonable question. Mm-hmm. Of course, it probably doesn't, but it doesn't matter. You know, we're asking the question, does it, does it make you a better lover? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we could put that, that could be a title. Um, 10 ways of making espresso that you never knew possible. Number six will shock you. Oh uh, yeah. That, that, that's uh, a common one. Uh-huh. It's a good one. It's a mm-hmm. good one. All we need to do is think of 10 ways. In fact, most of these things, they just lie. They're, they're, there's not, they're, they're all the things that you know. Yeah. Also most of the times they're five. Yeah. Then you never get to number six and you're wondering where, where the number six go and you keep looking and that's what they want you to do. Keep clicking, keep that mm-hmm. click rate up. Um, finally, uh, this is a, this is a separate thing they're mentioning here. On a trip last year to the zoo, we noticed how popular the monkey cage was, especially when the monkeys were hurling poo at each other or hitting each other over the head with sticks. We're not saying that hurling poo is practical for the show. Brackets, is it? No, uh, but probably perhaps. Not. <laughs> but, I mean, perhaps I, could, I could aim my ballista here. <laughs> But perhaps it can serve as inspiration for you to come up with your own ideas. Seriously, we can't do all the thinking here. Yours sincerely. So um, there's something to think about uh, for, um, for later. Maybe we can talk about that offline. Yeah. So um, <laughs> good old marketing department. How much do I pay them again? I don't know. Too much. Too much, really. Uh, oh, you don't. <laughs> and that's too much. Yeah, exactly. Pay peanuts, get monkeys. Oh, God. Creme one. So this yes. is a, if you haven't so, heard of this, if you haven't heard of this, what you, if you haven't heard of this, it's because probably you were trying to get into their website and it's a flipping labyrinth. Wait, I'm just went onto the website and just got on. What are you talking about? Yes. Yes. And then I was trying to, to find all of them because if you Google, oh, no, you, can't, you can't find the, the, the creme one, one of them. Yeah. You get the one of them. But then if you try to go on products, you find everything and everything. Yeah, because Max, you see, well, okay, first of all, they, um, they have a marketing department that understands that if you give people choice, people don't want choice. People just want to be told what to get. No, the um, marketing department is, uh, I don't know, but the, the website, I think, is being designed by a bunch of hamsters oh. on LSD. Well, I don't know why you mentioned hamsters. My son's hamster died last week. It had. A, it was very sad. It had. Um, it was probably overworked by working out the the <laughs> the um, website the, for. Uh, yeah, working out the website for Creme One. WWW One, which is also funky. Yeah. Um, yeah. They look. But, it, but, but can they make espresso machines? Um, I don't know. I don't know. So you go on products, mm-hmm. and then you have our brands: Coffee Queen, Expo Bar, and Spengler. And, and what? Spengler. And then you have sure. some... It sounds like an underwear site. What, yeah, and, and then you have CVS, Horeca, and OCS, Executive Guest, Conference Break, Volume, Dining, Segments, Things. It's, it, it's I mean, it's as if someone took the, the 200 pages of uh, corporate talk, because it uh-huh. is a manual that is written, that you have to say those words, at constant intervals if you're working yeah. corporate yeah. and uh, blend it all together and put it on there this makes zero sense and uh, gives you no information but it's got the keywords and the buzzwords like uh, conference break uh, behind the counter um, executive volume guest did they mention a line did they align anything because that's that's when you know the management's got involved it's probably there is alignment in here, but I don't really care enough to look into it. I only wanted to see the bloody coffee machines. So you look at Coffee Queen, for example, that is uh, nothing that is of interest for us because it's something that is born in Sweden, legacy of Varmland, 
Uh-huh. Coffee Queen is our brand for manual and automatic filter coffee brewers. So at this point, you know that you don't care. So it's service uh, thing. I didn't even know there was this, this angle. Yes, it's them. stuff that you find in hotels, in, you know, the ones that you yeah. press and you get the coffee yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's not what, I'm, what I was after. Then Expo Bar is uh, definitely not creme, but it's Expo Bar. So I know that it's a different, different brand, was a different brand. Uh, so I know that that one is probably the one I'm after. Then I'm going to go on Spangler, which I don't know what it is. Spangler, again, automatic automated coffee machines. These are probably for um, uh, um, deploying in uh, corporate uh, places. Uh-huh. Like a touch screen with different selections of coffee and cappuccino. Different oh, drinks. I've used one of these. Yeah, we have something similar. I think it's from at Indy. work. At work is rubbish. It is rubbish. Uh, uh, well, I mean, the coffee machine itself is actually good. Is the coffee that is rubbish because yeah. it stays there for yeah, months and, months, there and for, months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you click on Expo Bar because you know you're looking at Creme One, and of course you have to click on Expo Bar, and that's where it is. And Expo Bar obviously gives you a thousand different Expo Bar coffee machines. You mm-hmm. see that there is a three group, two group with grinder, three groups, uh, all of this, all of the sort, and then you start getting. One, mm-hmm. that is the one we are after. And then mm-hmm. there is also the office line, which is the Expo Bar, the old Expo Bar, which is an office line. And you have office control, one group, wow. and office pulser, one group. All right. All and right. I, I get where you're going with this. Basically, you're, what you're saying is that they need to pay us a large consultancy fee to yes. go in and rationalize, because we need to use words like this when we're talking to big business. That's how you it's make not it. about rationalizing. Is uh, the people that will buy these coffee machines or that will be interested in these coffee machines, they don't really care about uh, the other ones. So you can, you might as well put them in a different website because you, you're, you, you're targeting a different market. Listen, Max, let me let me just explain this in management talk to you. Okay, what you need no, to do listen. is you need to you need to refine the customer journey. You need to refine the customer journey. Okay. No, you need to we're put not, these in a we're not inspiring. Website. We're not inspiring. We're not inspiring people here. We need to refine the customer journey to, to make an inspirational new imagination of the brand. I'm telling you, that's that's how you that's that they don't even they won't really understand it, but it sounds so good they'll just write a check. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so you're right. This is absolutely crazy. Let's just get beyond this, however. Clearly, they, they do need to, um, like Apple, like old Steve Jobs did when he came in and, the, and Apple was literally on its knees about to go bust in. I think they had two months worth of cash. One of the first things that he did was obviously grab a bunch of cash off of Microsoft that gave him a bunch of money just to keep them alive. Why did Microsoft give them money? Because otherwise, Microsoft looked like a monopoly. And... Um, and they needed to have a weak partner there that existed that was credible so they didn't get sued by the antitrust authorities and people. So they have a bunch of money. So he just went, he took all that money. And then what he did was, very interestingly, is mm-hmm. that he uh, cut all the products out and he just said, look, we just, well, we got way too many things. Just cut this, cut this, cut this, get rid of that, get rid of that, get rid of that. Let's focus people. Kind of you need to do the same thing here. But once you eventually got through the little, the little hamster maze, and you mm-hmm. found your way to the one, which is under the Expo Bar thing, which is no longer called Expo Bar, but no one's obviously told the people in the Expo Bar group that they haven't yeah. got any business cards either, I've heard, um, is that it's now called Creme. And this is yes. actually quite a new thing. I think this is going back to in December, I noticed on some of the websites here in the UK that they were having pre-production models available to testing. And I meant mm-hmm. to contact them and say, I'd love one. Um, but then I, you know, I was busy. <laughs> so <laughs> I wrote to them, I wrote to them on Friday and said, uh, look, if, if, if one's still available, you know, do send one over. Um, I haven't heard back from them yet. Yeah. So, I'm not sure they would. Um... Yeah. They're too busy laughing. Um, <laughs> God, can you imagine all the people that say to them, and we'd like a free machine, please. I promise to yeah. give it back. Perhaps. Good. Um, but I actually might be in the market to buy one. And this has got a few things going for it. So basically mm-hmm. what you've got, you've got four machines here. Yes. And and what's interesting, there's no single boiler, right? So these mm-hmm. are all either dual boilers or heat exchangers. Yes. And um, 
and uh, I, I can't even find my way back. <laughs> I told you. I can't. They, I'd curse you, Max. <laughs> I was oh, I'm gonna have to go into Google. Do you know when a site's broken that the only way to get to the page you want is to go to Google, not on the site uh -huh. itself? Yeah. Creme one espresso machine. So but to start with, there are four four machines here that mm -hmm. uh, look pretty much the same, and they all have one has sorry, the next one has a more obscure name than the previous one. Yeah, they just go for more and more skewed names. So, yes. and that's how they charge you more. You don't know what it is, but it's got more letters after it. Yeah, it's like those uh, the, the, when, when you buy a car, you, you mm -hmm. buy a certain car, and then it's got some letters thrown in, and some letters and number thrown in. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. yeah, that's like the SE. It's got the yeah. SE. Ooh, it's, a, oh, SEWT seven. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Oh, that, that means because that's that's a, is a different it's entry. Got, How do you yeah. know? Yeah. It means it's got seven cup holders. Yeah. It All doesn't right, make so, any sense. So, um, <laughs> look, Sorry, let's, yeah, I think I <laughs> let's get over, Max. Come on. Okay, rant over. Let's get over the whole complicated thing. And let's talk about how, because these machines actually warrant some inspection because they've, yes. like, they've got a number of things that are actually pretty cool about them. Yes. For example, for one... They are shiny boxes. They are Cylons. Max. They are they shiny are metal boxes. Yeah. Now, I know you don't like that, but no. it's not your thing. And actually, I totally, I, I, you've turned me around by, by saying I actually <laughs> really like, no, no, not about what I like, what I don't like, but I think I value having variety in the marketplace. Um, and also, you think about the Lamazocco Linear Mini, for example. That's mm -hmm. not a shiny box. It's exactly. original Italian design. Whether it's your design, not your taste, or your taste, it doesn't matter. The point is they're giving you a choice that someone's thought this through. They've taken a bold step, even though, you know, I have my own feelings about the company. Good for them for having their own design ethos and step and whatever, and that they've taken that and they don't just follow the 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 sort of the safe average. It's like a it's like a Hollywood movie, you know, when they've made they're on the third version and you're like, oh please, just reimagine it, <laughs> come up with something a new concept. Um, they don't. They oh, just, why don't we reboot instead something? Let's reboot. Yeah, let's go back to. Oh my God, let's land in there. What are they going to do? The walls. Sorry, we're ranting a lot today. Yeah, we are a little bit. So this going on to this machine. Um, yes. The the first version, they, they've actually got logical steps to the uh, to 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 the price increments. So the first version actually is actually a single boiler. Oh, is it a single boiler? Yes. Yeah, so heat. Wait, is it heat? One B. Sounds like one boiler. Uh, that's not the one. Okay, so the one I'm, I'm going on, the ones that are available to buy in the UK. Um, uh, and the ones available to buy in the UK, if you go to, um, let's go and give them a plug. If you go to, because these are the people I wrote to and begged to give me a machine. <laughs> <laughs> go to Bella Barista. Bella Barista, and they've also got a very high rating on, okay. uh, on Trustpilot, which is why I went to them as opposed to some of the alternatives. Um, apparently people really like these, this, this company. Uh, so, um, they've got good customer service. So I went and looked on their site. They've got four that they, mm -hmm. that they list. And the first one is the Creme one HX PID WT WC, which rolls off the tongue beautifully. It's almost like poetry. Um, and that one uh, starts at 1,349 pounds. Mm -hmm. uh, which is, I don't know, hold on a second. Alexa, what's 1,349 pounds in US dollars? 1,349 pounds is about 1,889 US dollars and 69 pounds. So it's about 1,000. Yeah, go away now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so it's about 1,000. You're supposed to be polite to these robots, apparently. Um, right, right, right. Uh, just stop it. Uh, <laughs> That goes on. If I can be more helpful, if there's anything else you need, Nick. <laughs> no, thank you. Still listening to me. I know it is. Um, one thousand eight hundred ish dollars. Uh, so it's 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 coming in. It's a heat exchanger, but it's got a PID. Now, here's one of the interesting things that I like about this machine. Mm -hmm. I generally don't like the. the I, <laughs> I've had an issue with um, heat exchanger machines, mainly because of the calculations that you have to do 
because they normally give you the boiler temperature and then you have to calculate the temperature at the group head. So that's number one. I don't like to do that. I get a little manual out and say, well, hold on a second. What, you know, I want to get 94 and a half degrees or 95 degrees at the group head. You know, what's the boiler temperature need to be? That's because like, in theory, you're not supposed to change it very often. That's why the, the, the PID no. is obsolete. It's I change mine every day, depending. I've got a dark roast in the morning, a lighter roast in the afternoon. You do. I can't be the only one. No, I can't be the only one. But they don't I'm, cater for these. I know I'm special, but I'm, you know. <laughs> um, and what, what Creme has done, clearly I'm not the only one because they've recognized that. And they've done, and this is like such a slap on the forehead, Flint, Fred Flintstone kind of duh. Of course, you need to just do the translation. I mean, that's what computers were invented for. Do it on the bloody machine. And so that's what they do. So they tell you the group head temperature based on the boiler temperature. But also, according to um, my terribly good friends at Whole Latte Love, mm-hmm. I don't know who they are, but those, um, those guy, that guy that does all the reviews there who's, who's really actually really good, he says that the uh, temperature variance between the boiler and the group head on this heat exchanger machine is the lowest that he's seen and that it's it's got incredibly good temperature stability, which got me all excited thinking that um, this actually might be a viable option for me. Absolutely. I, I, it's, I still find it funny that uh, there is so much variability among different uh, heat exchangers uh, when using the same group head. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of it's the basics. Why can't they get that right? Um, anyway. I think it's serendipity, to be honest, in the in terms of uh, what what is what's happening in there. It, it, it it's mm-hmm. just a matter of how often you. It's probably a software thing because, to be honest, the thermosiphon is the same roughly in all of them. Mm. Well, they've 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 done something apparently, and then he said, "Don't worry your pretty little heads about it." He didn't actually say that, but he kind of did. He sort of said, mm-hmm. "Look, it's very complicated. I'll explain it, explain it to you another time." Mm-hmm. Um, but he said that they're doing some stuff. It sounded like they were doing something magical. They had some, I don't know, proprietary approach. Let's put it that way, mm-hmm. uh, to to getting that variance right down and for making incredible stability in that temperature and accuracy. So that got me kind of excited. This is a machine for 1,349 pounds that looks like a Battlestar Galactica Cylon. It's basically, and by that, what I mean is it's very smooth lines. There's mm-hmm. lot, not lots of knobs and switches everywhere. Um, there's a lot of symmetry, which I quite like. It's got a manometer, which mm-hmm. sounds very manly, which is basically just two meters in one on the bottom left, which is out of your eyesight. At the top end, angled up towards you, nice little touch, instead of mm-hmm. just facing straight forward, is the display, which does the shot counter and obviously all the settings and everything on there that you've, you've got, which mm-hmm. I think they, this is the one area I think they could have put just a little bit, those little black buttons look a little bit like they're off a radio on a Ford Escort, but you know, okay, uh, isn't it? But okay, it, it's, it's, a, it's a minor little gripe. The rest of it is really smooth. It's, um, it's uh, very clean lines. You've got your uh, steam one, which goes all the way down to the bottom. On the left-hand side, you've mm-hmm. got a drip tray. Let's talk about the drip tray for a second. Did you see the drip tray? It's um, it's a drip tray. No, it's a big drip tray, but it's also the middle part comes out so that you can fit big, taller glasses in, which I really like. Marginally big, taller glasses because uh, it looks like it's what probably one centimeter deep. No, no, no. It's it's. I've seen it come out. It's it's more than a centimeter. It's it's like an inch or something like that. Don't knock, so it's don't two knock, centimeters. Don't knock the inch if you <laughs> that extra inch is important. Um, yeah, but Sorry, I mean, look, two. it's enough 1. to get a scale on. It's enough that you can put a scale in. That and, is the point. So it looks like it's the size of a scale. Yeah, that's that's basically it of a of a thicker scale. Mm-hmm. So plus it's got that lever that for for actuating the uh, the putting the shot, which which I know you're a huge fan of, and I particularly yes, I consider it utterly silly. <laughs> I love. Um, and, uh, and the, again, the, a lot of attention to detail, there's a shot mirror at the bottom. If you're using a bottomless portafilter, mm-hmm. it's just a mirrored surface at the back of the machine by the drip tray. 
so that you can look at you looking down, it's reflecting up into the bottom of the shot. So if you are using bottomless porta filters for the reason of which you're meant to be using them, which is as a sort of a training thing, then you actually can see how your your shot is um, yes. sweating and then and, and, and eventually coming through. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that is going to, to be amazing the first the first two months that you have it. Yeah. After that, it's going to be a little hazy. And then you're going to start cleaning it. And uh, once you start cleaning it, you start scraping it a little. And then you're going to have a very nice pattern of uh, scrapes. You must, they actually say on there, it's a good point, that you must, it's a polished machine and you must use soft microfiber cloth. Mm-hmm. Um, Not like coffee uh, Coffee that spills is, uh, is abrasive or anything, is it? Yeah, I did. This is actually, <laughs> yeah, with all the bits of coffee grounds and everything else on there god you just see this is ah these are the practical things it's a bit like i know <laughs> i was thinking about doing a review of my gagia classic with the pid and all the mods in it now that i've got all you know stuff and i've had it for a couple of years i thought you know what i need to update the review we've got on the site mm-hmm. and put it on it but i started to take some pictures of it and it in the photographs it looks so dirty <laughs> I can't get it clean. It's not like all those other people that do reviews that have clean machines. My machine. They don't use them. I, I, this is exactly what I thought. I thought maybe I'll get some extra credibility from the fact that this thing looks like it's used six times a day because you know what? It's used six times a day and uh, for two years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it definitely, uh, and I think I will do it and I'll yeah. put it up there. What's an all presentation. But anyway, to go back to these, the yeah. the thing that has has uh, this machine has going for me is the pressure profiling knob. Oh, that's the later model. That's the later model. But that then now you're right up. Okay, well, let's 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 move on. So, so wait, um, wait, 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 wait. So okay. in the website of Bella Barista, uh huh, the picture of it yeah, doesn't have the knob on the on the left. But if uh-huh. you look at the details, it says pressure profiling knob. I think it's a mistake. I, th- I so, looked at that. Because all of them have the pressure profiling knob in their picture. Yeah. So, I think they've got, they've got a, what they've got is they've got a picture with all the little uh, lines coming out saying what everything is. And I think they put that the same picture for all, mm-hmm. the, all the models. I don't think they all come with the, the, the twiddly knob. I think the twiddly which, knob is up for the high-end machine. And that's what I think. Uh, because I was looking also in their website, in the original website, and they don't doesn't look like the other ones come with it. No. Which, guys, th- these these can be a big a big uh, letdown, and uh, can people can actually return these things? Think because they might I know because it's, it's got uh, they, they they got the wrong. Okay, I mean, might give the wrong spending idea. this much money, you might want to ask a few questions to the people first. But they do actually say at the bottom, this item can be returned. So I'm not quite sure what the returns require. Um, but I would, uh, I, I would, I was, I, I wouldn't. I mean, you know, I like to joke around, but I wouldn't actually take a machine, review it, and then return it uh, without telling them I'm going to do that first and, and making sure that's okay with them. But I would. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say I would just say that they've got a very good. If you're going to take a look at them on Trustpilot, people seem mm-hmm. to think a lot of their customer service. So I'd give them a call first. Absolutely, um, they they are a very very famous website. It's just uh, I'm just saying, these is uh, a little. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's a little misleading because yeah, it can give the wrong idea. Yeah, and especially if you've got so many bloody acronyms: the HXPID, WT, GSP. You know all the rest of them that you've got. You've got the GSP later on. We'll come to that. So, but the basic, what you've got, the fundamentals of each machine, is you've got um, uh, from this level on. Anyway, you've you've got the PID control, mm-hmm. which actually seems to have some pretty nice functionality to it. Um, it's I, I would have preferred it was a little bit more, um, maybe a little bit more advanced, but it is updatable. So, so you could, if they're keeping it up to date, you could get some new functionality added in there. I like the looks kind of the functionality. Ex- of what kind of extra functionality would you get? So, um, the sort of things I would, I suppose, I'd be looking for, and and I don't know, I don't know if this is included. It's one of the things I looked and I couldn't couldn't actually see was whether uh, the whether you could set the times and it would keep the times when it would wake up and heat up. 
So that's, you remember that was the thing on like the Ranchilio that really drove me nuts was that you had to sort of say, mm-hmm. wake up in seven hours, like every day, you know, and that was just so annoying. Before yeah, but that can actually easily, very easily be sold with a 20 pound or less um, smart plug. Yeah, um, the problem, and people have sort of said that those smart plugs can can break your warranty because uh, if they if they miss, yeah, yeah, there was a there was a there was a thing. I may have been on a Reddit. I can't remember where somebody was saying that their plug malfunctioned and turned on, and the machine was on for too long, and then it caused a problem. And the machine company said, "Oh, sorry, sorry, uh, darling." Uh, 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 wait, the machine was on for too long. These things are not supposed to be turned off to start with. They said they, that it that it that it was and uh, it was on for too long and something burned out. Anyway, look, I'm just saying <laughs> that if if it comes in with the machine and you're keeping it stock, then um, then that's that's all better. Uh, but I don't know. They, maybe they can add some additional functionality. Clearly, the update is never a bad thing to have mm-hmm. the ability to do software updates. Absolutely. Um, unless hackers do the software update for you, in which case, obviously, it is a bad thing. <laughs> That's another story. But that's okay. So it's got that. It's got uh, it's got a steam wand which goes all the way down to the drip tray, which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. It's got a drip tray which you can take the center part out to to put scales in, which I like. It's got a proper dedicated hot water dispenser. Um, it's got an E61 group head with a kind of an interesting proprietary pre-infusion. Um, pre-infusion area. I don't know if this one has it. I don't think this this lower model has it, which is part of the reason why I'm probably looking to go uh, a model or two up. Mm-hmm. But it has got a large water tank, uh, 1.7, sorry, uh, boiler, which has got a, um, a PID controller on there, mm-hmm. vibration hump, eh, uh, cool touch ones, half turn knobs, which I like. If I'm going to have a knob, I prefer a lever. But if I'm going to have a knob, I don't want to have to twiddle the thing like you know, 360 degrees to get the steam on and back off. Um, so uh, mm. it makes it uh, makes it much quicker to uh, to to turn on full power and turn off. It does say, and I do believe this is correct, that this machine can be connected into the mains as well, which I think is you know incredible for a 1300 pound machine. It's a very good option, but uh, I think you might need to have a different option because I don't think that you can connect from to the mains one with a vibration pump. Well, I believe I've seen some I've seen some companies and I need to look into this. I'd love to have a conversation maybe with Bella Barista and and, and mm-hmm. to get more data from them. But I have seen some and we we're talking about this last week with La Spaciale. Yep. Where they have a um, a chamber which allows them to 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 use a, a vibration pump um, and connect to the mains, where it, right. it, it it has like some some intermediary area where it 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 I don't know mm-hmm. it allows you so to do that. Basically, the only gain you get from that is um, is to have is not to have to refill the, the tank. Correct. Correct. It's not <sighs> it's not it's not helping with the pre infusion or anything. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't go for that personally. No. It, it, no, I need pre-infusion. Yeah. So we go up to the next one. So the next one up is the dual boiler PID WTWC. Now the WTWC, if you haven't got it yet, is is basically your water tank. So it'll either go um, uh, water. You can either put a, a tank water in. You can either fill the water via a tank, or you can connect it to the mains. Um, it's still a vibration pump. Uh, still a PID, but this time you've got a dual boiler versus a heat exchanger. And my question, Max, this is where I put you on the spot, my little engineer mm-hmm. friend, is, uh, so this is another 200 pounds more. You're, paying, you're spending 200 pounds more for a dual boiler machine with basically the same functionality as a heat exchanger, from which we just said earlier has got really accurate, apparently, thermostability. What would be the benefit, therefore, of the dual boiler, why? Why? And I can see why it would cost more to make, but why? Why w- would you care to have that? Because you preheat the, the the shot of water that goes into the coffee like that. So if you have your PID, let's say, you can have two different temperatures. You can have the the, the a, a temp, one temperature in the heat exchanger that is whatever you want to say is. Uh, the, I, I know it. 
uh, it's, it's what, <laughs> what heats up the group head, mm-hmm. but then you don't have the heat exchanger. So you have, it's not a heat exchanger. At that point, it's a thermosiphon. And then you don't have the heat exchanger anymore. So you don't warm up the water as it goes because that water will be at a different temperature in theory. So uh-huh. see it this way. You have a boiler and uh, you have heat dissipation in the thermosiphon. So you're cycling hot water into the group head. So in order to get the group head at 94 degrees, you need to have the, um, the boiler with the thermosiphon at a much higher temperature, say mm-hmm. 120, okay. 140, no, 130. Let's say 130. So you're mm-hmm. losing that heat because of the thermosiphoning. Mm. It's dissipating into the group head and the group head gets at 94. Now, when you go and have a heat exchanger, you have cold water going into the, into the heat exchanger. And you also have cold water, I mean, water sitting in the heat exchanger pipe, which is hotter than it should be. Mm-hmm. This water goes through the, the, the group head. It gets cooled down in theory, because if you manage to heat it up to 130, it gets cooled down in the, in the group head. And mm-hmm. then it hits the coffee. So you, you're not really sure what temperature you get in the water at, because gotcha. that is dependent on the on the flow rate as well. Mm-hmm. But say you pack your you grind too fine and you have a too slow um, flow through, mm-hmm. your water is going to heat up more than it would if you have a faster shot, because it stay it's it has a longer residence time in the heat exchanger. Got you. So if you have two boilers, your mm-hmm. second boiler, which is the one that actually delivers the water to the coffee, it will sit at the right temperature because you can set that up and say, I want these at 95 degrees. Mm-hmm. So while your group head gets heated at the, at the right temperature by having the, the boiler and the thermosiphon at a higher temperature, mm-hmm. your uh, brew boiler is at the right temperature. So it's at whatever you set it at, and that's how it works. Right. And yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess they're using a pressure stat in the, in the heat exchanger as well, which I believe is a little bit more. I think it's more. a PID. It would be a PID. I mean, you have already one, so you might as well use it. Oh, okay. All right. In the um, heat exchanger, I mean, probably in the heat exchanger, you might have a pressure stat. It depends. I, I don't know how they would do it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So, okay, well, so anyway, I mean, I, 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 for me, it's like if I'm going to get a dual boiler thing, it's got to have, it's got to have, uh, at the very least, it's got to be mains adaptable and have uh, pre-infusion, which mm-hmm. this doesn't, it doesn't have the pre-infusion. So what do you like, mean? Doesn't it have the no, no. self-design pre-infusion thingy? No, no, my, my friend, you've got to go to the next model up for that. This is how they get you. Uh-huh. So the GSP stands for gradual soft pre-infusion. I'm surprised you didn't know that. GSP. <laughs> this is the dual boiler. So we're now on the next model up, the third model mm-hmm. of the of the four in the line that you can get here from uh, from the barista, which mm-hmm. is, And we are already sitting at 2,000 pounds. Actually, 2,100. 2,100. But that's before you haggle. You know, you offer him, you know, I don't know, something. In, in a, you, mm-hmm. you, know, you get a bit of haggling. And then it's 2,090. And then he'll, he'll throw in a bag of coffee for free. Um, so uh, this is the Krim One Dual Boiler PIDR GSP WT mm-hmm. WC. So uh, that actually, what does the R stand for? Ridiculous, uh, ridiculous name. Possibly R. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, cars it sounds like a um, sporty thing. Oh so no 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 no! no. Obviously no no no. It's the rotary. So now this Ooh. yeah oh, exactly. So this could be the one. This is actually the one I'm 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 most interested in. Unless you convince me to spend another five hundred quid for the next one. But mm-hmm. so two two thousand one hundred pounds. Bearing in mind that Elastis is a business expense, and I I will get the VAT back on it. So it'll be whatever it is. 1600 quid for me uh mm-hmm. um so uh blah, 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 blah. what did we say okay so this has got a uh rotary pump mm-hmm. uh which means it's quiet 
quite as good because in the morning I do my yoga, do my meditation. And then you don't really want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Plus, remember one thing. Mm -hmm. When the, the, the uh, steam tank uh, goes down in, in, uh, in level, to fill it up, the pump kicks in. And it kicks yeah. in with no, with, with no warning whatsoever. Mm. So you might be turning on your coffee machine and all of a sudden it goes... Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. is uh, unpleasant. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's like the difference between, between driving a Ford S, you know, a 1970s Ford Escort in uh, first gear down the motorway uh, versus your BMW 7 Series as you cruise along. Um, <laughs> I say yours, I don't have one. Uh, yeah. so, so, but I have driven a Ford Escort in first gear. Uh, was it reverse? I can't remember. It was like the gearbox got stuck and we only had, I think we only had two gears. Uh, so, so much <laughs> choice. Other oh, fun people that kids these days with reliable cars, they don't know the kind of fun that we had pushing cars down the motorway. <laughs> Everyone used to jump out and help out. It was all kind of like, you know, you'd see some people pushing their car down the motorway. You'd jump out, you give them a hand. That's how we used to live. Um, I just want to say yoga wise, but something very, I want to actually congratulate the National Coffee Association who are having a virtual conference this week, I believe on the third in, um, I was about to say in America, but it's virtual. <laughs> so it's anywhere you are where with an internet connection, possibly not for you, Max, uh, cause you need an internet connection. Um, <laughs> but, but they are at one they stop the conference and uh, they do yoga. This is the National Coffee Association of America. Uh, have got yoga embedded into their virtual conference. Good for them because everyone's stuck on their bleeding Zoom calls for hours every day. Um, uh, so, don't you like your Zoom marathons? I, I do them all all day long, all day long. And your eyes at the end of the day, you know, you got these red staring eyes. Um, we call it the Zoom stare. <laughs> but <laughs> you just can't take anything more in. Uh, so this okay, machine. Okay, Zoomer. Yeah, this machine. Okay, Zoomer. Oh, I like it. I even get it. That makes me trendy enough. I only know that because my son told me. Um, the, the, the Boomer. It's a Boomer reference, right? Yep. Yeah, thank God. Okay, I did get it. Cool. I am cool again. Uh, so this, is, this could be the machine for me, Max. It could be the machine for me. Two grand. Mm -hmm. Uh, inclusive of VAT. It comes with a rotary pump. Mm -hmm. It comes with this gradual soft pre-infusion. Now, the way that pre-infusion works is in the chamber of the E61, they mm -hmm. have a special thing. Don't ask me to explain it because it's very technical. I don't want to have to you know, blow your minds. Also, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, but it has a special thing that apparently this chamber apparently drips water. It, it spreads water into the puck mm -hmm. in a gradual and I guess soft pre-infusion way mm -hmm. so that it, um, so that uh, they say it allows you from between zero to 20 seconds. So you can set a variable time for the pre-infusion to anywhere from between zero and 20 seconds mm -hmm. for the puck to expand and to fill up very softly so that you're going to have a much reduced chance of channeling. And that is very important to me because I do blow it a few times when I'm making. My so pump. basically what they have is the pump that kicks in a little later. They've got a thing. You have to go and take a look. Go take a look. I tell you who shows it is the, is the fellow on um, Holati Love. And he shows, he opens it up and he shows you the thing that they've got inside that, mm. um, that just, I think it just drips the water in evenly. So it's not just going into one part of the park, but it's going in to okay. all parts of the puck and making sure that it expands. Okay. That's the idea of it. Mm. Um, so I really like that. And it's got the rotary thing to it. So, and the PID and it's a dual boiler. It kind of ticks all the boxes and you think that's all I need. That's but all I need. It's pressure the one. Profiling. But then you look at the next thing <laughs> and you think, oh, but for only 500 pounds more, actually 450 pounds more, it's even better. In fact, if I take the VAT of the 450, it's only 300 and something pounds more. You see, now that's that is an old person's what picture. There's a video. Ah, there's a video. Yeah, yeah. The, oh God, that old person is the owner. Of it. That, thanks. You just blew my whole chances. See how much I was sucking up to them earlier, just hoping they were going to give me a test machine, and now you've blown it. That's the owner. That's the boss. The, the boss owner guy. of what? Cram? No, the owner of Better Barista. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, Max. Well, he's not young, is he? 
<laughs> none of us are young anymore, Max. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm super young. Well, okay. I, I was hoping just to group us all together in the same cool club like you, but okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. So this is the machine mm -hmm. that has everything that you had before. I can just, I, I'm sound like a salesman, right? <laughs> so you could go, and there's nothing wrong with those those cheap machines that we I showed you earlier. They're perfectly good for beginners. <laughs> but for the true serious professional, my friend, let me take you this way. <laughs> okay. I'd be great at selling cars. Uh, so, 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 uh, really, when you think about it, this is a lifetime purchase. You know, I mean, you know, you you owe it to yourself to go and buy the one with all the uh -huh. buttons and knobs. And this has the knob on the side. And what I really want also to know, the knob in the front sometimes. The one using it. Yeah, that's right. That is that there's two knobs on this machine. <laughs> the one the one on the side for the pressure profiling and the one the one turning the button. Um so the 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 knob on the side, this is I believe the only machine that comes with the knob on the side. Mm -hmm. The most important question, Max, I don't know if you can this is a technical question. It's a bit engineering, it's a bit scientific. Very, it's a bit it's can a bit, imagine. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like that uh, book, um, whatever it was, that Mars book, that guy has to science his way back home. What was that called, that book? That what? doesn't matter. Anyway, the question is, yeah. is the button plastic or metal? It's metal. You can see it in the picture. Oh, I know. Fantastic. It's aluminium. I was really worried. It's actually, it looks, uh, it, it looks like aluminium to me. It looks like aluminium to you. Okay. Which the, would make sense. It's easy to turn. And probably is being uh, laser engraved. Oh, when you say easy to turn, you mean easy to lathe? Yeah. Oh, no, not easy, because obviously I'd imagine if they made it difficult to turn, it would be a pretty useless knob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, then, we, then it would be three knobs. <laughs> yeah, the one who designed it. Um, so, uh, so this knob actually looks incredibly cool. I have watched this in in action. I've watched mm -hmm. these. I would love to really seriously love to try this machine. But this knob is like, it's, imagine, you know, in those BMWs where you've got the, the central twiddly mm. knob. Oh, you've, okay. I know because you drive a BMW. I drive it. No, I don't. Oh, sorry. You don't. Um, <laughs> but you do. And no, I, don't. I you do. Nope. Okay. All right. I drive a BMW <laughs> and it's got a little knobby thing where you can twiddle the knob and the thing works really well because you turn to go through the menus and you push down on the knob to set. Mm -hmm. And this is basically what they've done is they've stolen that idea and they put it on the side of an espresso machine, which I think is great because it's cheaper, frankly, than a touchscreen. Also, I never trust touchscreens to not, you know, to, I think they're just going to fail. Well, also, it, it, what's the point of having a touchscreen in this case? Yeah, for these because you want to adjust it as you, as you go. Mm -hmm. What I would have done, but oh. you know, I am crazy. Mm -hmm. I would have actually connected a servo to it mm -hmm. on the side, mm -hmm. belted inside probably, mm -hmm. and uh, then you do one program, mm -hmm. and you find uh, that oh, I really like this profile. And the servo records it at the same time because you can move the servo and the servo knows exactly what position it's being moved Max, into. Can I, can I tell you something? Yeah. They do that. Do they? I've, I've seen it, yeah. They, you, you adjust the pressure as the, as the shot's pouring. Yeah. You, you turn the knob, you adjust the pressure, mm -hmm. and, um, and then you can save it down. You can save your profile. Yeah. Oh, that's, 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 that, then they listen to me. Good. They did. They, they read your mind and they said, what would Max do? So the engineers all gathered around in a room. They huddled mm -hmm. in in a secret, in a secret location. <laughs> and uh, having spied on you for a couple of years, they wrote on, they have a big picture of you on the wall. Thank you. They just asked the question. I am flattered. What would Max do? And they sat there for two weeks. They weren't allowed out. They were only just served food under the, in a little cat flap through the door and they weren't allowed out until they could come out with a um with a uh, the answer mm -hmm. what would that, that is actually brilliant and i mean a server that can turn this knob is probably five pounds so it's really cheap it's a really cheap solution and you can program it in arduino it's one of the easiest programs to to, to put down so what you do is you record 
the position of the servo over time, and then you replicate that. So you, you just say, okay, I want exactly the same, and it will do exactly the same in the same time frame that, that you had it, mm-hmm. and it will also move that uh, knob thing. It's own. just a knob. You can call it a knob. It's not a knob thing. Yeah, uh, uh, you will see it turning on its own, like it's it's haunted or possessed. Oh, I was just saying. No, I, I don't know if that works. I, I I need I need to try one out. I really might. I really might. This is seriously a contender for me to buy. I think this, there's there's a lot going for it. Mm. It's just um, it's pricey, but it's, it's one of the only for- ones you where you get the the pressure profiler properly. Exactly. It's got a it's got a really good prefer, pressure profiling implementation. Um, when you compare this to something like okay, let's take the Lamazoka Linear Mini, which mm-hmm. frankly is not an expensive machine for what it is, um, but it doesn't have pressure profiling. It's got the paddle, which you think is pressure profiling, but isn't. It just pushes a button. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a dual boiler In machine. In that case, wait, wait, wait. In that case, it. It's not actually pressure profiling, but the ones from like this layer is a uh, flow profiling different. Absolutely. The so same... to... Yeah, explain it. So it gives the same effect, but it's a different thing. So the flow profiling, you can actually do it even with a Gadja. With a Gadja Classic, you can you have to change the, the pump. You have to use a different pump, not the normal Ulka pump. Uh, and you can put um uh, dim switch, and you can then change the, the the rate at which the pump turns or moves, and that delivers a different flow rate, and that makes the makes the same. It has the same effect, really. In this case, you're you're skimming a certain amount of water that that is above a certain pressure, mm-hmm. while in, with flow profiling, you are uh, changing with uh, with a needle valve or cha- by changing the speed of the pump, you're changing the delivery, the, the amount of water that is delivered. But in that case, you still you have um, uh, you can you don't change the, the pressure. It has the same effect. Yeah, because it's still in, in it still affects the amount of water that goes through the pack in a unit of time. Yeah, I remember um, Slayer bringing in the local fire department with their fire hose in a video on YouTube to explain pressure profiling. Um, it's quite wow. good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> it was quite dramatic. Uh, so, so this is a machine I, I really like. Um, now, there's one thing that I don't know whether I like or not, uh, and and we're not going to end on this. We're going to end on a high note, but we're going to end on um, the the second to ending thing. I want to say is that the frame is not metal. It's a polycarb frame. And they say they did that on purpose because they said that during shipment, a lot of frames were getting bent because the boxes would get dropped and put down hard and the frames would bend. So they made it more brittle. So they made it. No, the, the, the polycarb frames apparently are flexible and they will bend rather than they will, they will flex and then go back into shape rather than bend. They Mm. also said, and this I I do believe, um, the first one I kind of believe a little bit. The second thing I also believe, which is that uh, if you're making a metal frame, you you naturally have, unless you're going to go for a very expensive, like Apple does, um, milling process where you've milled exactly, you know, the, the, the layout, which is a very expensive thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, if you're just kind of putting assembling and welding bits of metal together, it makes it very hard to design the thing for intricate electronics to fit exactly into. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're molding a plastic thing, you can make it so that everything fits exactly into place. Yeah. You can injection means- mold it. Injection molding. Thank you. That's what I was um, I was yeah. uh, trying to say. That's and very nice actually to do. I mean, it's it's not cheap for um, for consumers, but it's very cheap when yeah. you have large amount of uh, of things to make. Because uh, a, a mask for injection molding costs about uh, five thousand five thousand pounds, give or take. Mm-hmm. And then the injection molding process itself is uh, just a few pounds. Yes, cheap. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what they've done. What that means is, is that they can fit a lot of the components much tighter together, mm-hmm. and 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 basically make a lot better use 
out of the space internally, which means that the overall footprint can be quite small. So you take a look at this machine. It's for what it is. It's not that big. Um, and Let me see it's the not, one with the, with a person next to it. Yeah, it's not small. It's not big. It's a sort of like it's a mid-size. But when you consider the size of the boilers and everything else they got in there, mm -hmm. it's actually not bad. So True. The, the, there isn't. I mean, I don't know to be honest. There isn't much else. I mean, the, the main the main size is taken by the by the boiler. By the boilers, yeah. So yeah. unless you do like in, uh, I think in the Giotto. Or in some of the some of the coffee machines we've seen, where you put the boiler vertically, mm -hmm. there's not really much you can do about it. Yeah. Um, so now that I said I wanted to end on a high note, um, and that is Sorry, that, it. and that is that uh, there are side panels and things on there that you can take mm -hmm. off and customize. So I know they've got a wood kit. The wood kit doesn't appeal to me for some reason on this machine. And I think it's because, partially because you spoiled it for me by saying everything looks boring when it's chrome. And now I feel like I have to express myself in a more of a unique way. <laughs> um, and also partially because it would no longer look like a, uh, a Battlestar Galactica Cylon if I was to put wood on it. I mean, mm. although... I was just thinking about this. Imagine in the future, right? And you've got your you've got your army of, or you've got your personal Cylon, you know, killer robot, and mm -hmm. you're looking at it, and you're thinking, oh, "This is too much chrome. I'm going to get the wood kit for my robot." <laughs> you can get like put a little wooden head on it and things like, that. "Oh, that looks much better." Um, so I didn't want. So the wood kit, I I kind of wasn't keen on, but I have seen some other side panel kits, and frankly, uh, getting a polycarb colorful side panel to it unique pattern uh would be dead easy dead easy it's like four screws that go in i also just had another idea for for these kind of things that yeah. uh, i am not going to disclose right now because i think it's a it's, it's a Ooh. it's a business opportunity oh. yeah. mum's the word max mum's the word so overall, I have to say this is, I mean, I say this every time, but this time I mean it. This is really going on my list of, um, on the short list of uh, machines that, that, uh, that, that I might buy. So we're going to finish off doing, I don't know, we've got probably a, a couple more models to get through. We want to look at maybe the Profitech, maybe the Lillette. Uh, is it Lillette? No, what am I talking Lillet. about? Yeah, Lillette. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, maybe get through those two. I can't remember. Rocket. And the rocket. Let's do those those three, and and then wrap it up. And then, then you're gonna buy these. And then I'll dust. Then I'll just buy this one. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I'd like, I'm very interested to look. I mean, the 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 Profitech and the rockets. You have to look at them because they are so popular. Um, they are so yeah. popular. But uh, and the Lelit's got some. I mean, it's getting a lot of traction now then they're doing some interesting things they so do we... nice machines i mean at the, the thing is at the end of the day all of these machines they all have this not the same but very similar um parts because it's um it's a metal box with an e61 stuck on it yeah and things you can change is the software inside which I mean, I call it software, but I mean the, the engineering of the of the parts. So you mm -hmm. can have a pressure start or heat exchanger, dual boiler. But at the end of the day, it's all the same thing. Mm. It's all, it all all ends up in the same way. And then the care the 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 care uh, with which they they've been put together. Mm. Yeah, that's actually very true. And that's one thing that I don't know yet about these because uh, this comes from Expo Bar, which was a bit on and off in terms of uh, of um, QC and quality. So hopefully they made a step up. Mm -hmm. But Expo Bar, they are they are. I think I've always heard that they are very nice, very good, but they don't last very long. Or they're a, li a little finicky mm -hmm. to have. Not like Fracino, for example. Fracino is typically problematic, and I've always heard that. I'm sorry about that, but I'm just reporting what I've heard. Mm -hmm. I've never worked with one, so I'm more than happy to be uh, to be shown the opposite. But I've always heard that yeah, it's so and so. Well, this is why I really want to have a look at this, and, and in particular, also that polycarb frame. I'd really want to see it and that feel it. That is interesting. Um, yeah, because it could be great. 
mm-hmm. um, or it could be a disaster. I don't want to spend two and a half grand on a machine that's going to last two years and then something's exactly. going to break. I wonder you know? what is the what's the boiler made out of? Uh, metal. Uh, metal. Yeah, it's made out Which of it. It's a, it's a completely metal boiler. Uh, Which with, metal? I think it's copper. Okay. Uh, I was looking at it. I did know the answer to that. I'm going to say copper because it makes me sound smart, like I know what I'm talking about. Okay. But actually, I don't, I don't remember. Uh, I could have been, it could have been something else. Okay. Uh, it doesn't um, say. Pretty thing. sure it's not. I'm pretty sure it's not stainless steel. And, that, and that's already a win for me. Which means so. it's almost certainly stainless steel. Yeah, <laughs> well, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Look, if it's, if it's one and a half, sorry, one point seven liter uh, steam boiler. If it's one point seven steam boiler and one point two brew boiler, that's large for a stainless steel boiler. Um, that's a very large those, brew boiler, actually. I know, but that's Why one of the things they so were big? saying which leads towards very good temperature stability. Well, no it, shit. You have a you have a, a massive yeah. amount of thermal mass in there which that's is right good. yeah which is good yeah. obviously but i think it's not you don't need that much of course i don't need that much max but then whenever i ever bought something based on well, no 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 not you oh you you general one generally uh, oh right one, one generally doesn't need that much because by the time that you get i mean it's easier to heat up to temperature 200 ml of water than yeah 1.2 liters yeah and uh, of course once it's uh, a temperature you're going to keep it at that temperature and uh, you're you're only going to exchange uh, 50 to 100 ml but i don't know i i find it wasteful to have so much and uh, that is the point that um um was made in uh, the uh, um, victoria duino eagle one prima that's right, yeah. But just talking about value for a second, that Prima, that single boiler machine was, what was mm-hmm. it, 4,000 pounds or something? Roughly, yeah. I mean, it's twice the price. Come it's, a dif- it's in a different league. They don't, oh, they don't do the same. They don't do the same sport. Uh, I think it's a, it's a completely different machine. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say necessarily. The espresso is going to taste completely different. Not. It's not going to taste two thousand pounds better. Probably not. But I think it's. Uh, those are designed for. Uh, for example, those are designed for small businesses. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't be strange in a small cafe or in a small bar or in a small thing that is closed at the moment, but uh, mm. uh, will eventually reopen. Uh, that serves coffees. Oh, Not you mean, too okay. often, but yeah. it will serve coffees. One yeah, of yeah, these yeah. with pressure profiling and everything. This is this is for for consumer. This yeah, it's true. It's true. I understand what you're saying. So it's 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 the the use case for it is it's a different yeah. use case. And Look, that's why news. I find uh, I find a bit funny that in that case uh-huh. you have a smaller brew boiler than in this one. Yeah, because I think the idea is that it's it's um, it's filling very quickly. And yes, but if I want to make one coffee, I have to heat uh, up 1.2 liters of water. Yeah. So it's like when you're making one, one cup of tea, mm-hmm. you boil a, a four-people kettle full to the brim. Mm. Pointless. You're yeah. wasting energy. Yeah. Okay. But that's something to consider, but it doesn't put me off. No, um, it's just a, although I am to nitpick. Sp- I yeah, am hired yeah. to nitpick. Yeah, yeah. No, you absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and, and the marketing department will be very happy. Uh, to know that 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 you know we are metaphorically throwing poo at each other, um, <laughs> although they might try to move from the metaphoric to the to the actual. But um, I see. <laughs> if Probably that is going to be the case, I'm 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 not going to tell you in advance. I'm just going to ambush you. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, it says here boiler construction, mm-hmm. and then in order to confuse you, it throws every metal at you. It says steel, brass, and amp amp. Copper, nickel plated brass, amp amp, copper. So I think the amp amp means that they put in some HTML which didn't get trans didn't get translated properly. But basically they're saying steel, copper, nickel pre- nickel plated brass and copper. Nickel prick. So um, that confuses me, uh, but it does cover all the metals. <laughs> you know what's the funny thing? It's definitely one of them. In the website, in the Creme One website there is less information than on bella barista 
I know Bellabarista gives way more information than the website, but that's because the website people have got a job for life. You know, the, the, the creme one people there, they don't even know that the organization is probably so large and big. They don't even know those people are on the payroll. They probably don't even turn up. They probably come in sort of, you know, a couple of times for Christmas party. They come in for the Christmas party and that's it. I had a friend in Italy who had two jobs, one with some state company and the union there just said, you know, look, just don't bother turning up. Just get your paycheck. Go get another job. So he's got two jobs. One's with the state company. I think it's a post office or something. And he never goes oh, well, to work. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> never goes to work. But he just gets his money. It's not a big pay, but, you know, doesn't actually do anything. Then he has his yeah, other I mean, job, which is his real job. Per hour, he's paid a lot. Per hour, yeah. Per hour, it's fantastic. <laughs> Max, let's leave it there. We have been, you've been talking way too much on this call. I know, um, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> this went on for a while. I thought this would be 30 minutes. So much for oh, that. No. 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 Next week, should we do the, uh, which one should we do? Let's not do the profit tech. Uh, let's, can we do, you choose. You choose, Max. Rocket. Oh, good choice. Bam. I'm going to like mute that so no one knows. I'll just say good choice. <laughs> good. It's, it's, it's nice. We're going to talk about Rocket. Yeah, I and I'm look, really looking forward to look about to talk about the rocket machines. All right, fine. I'm not going to mute it. It'll just <laughs> that's now already too much work. No, it's too much. Oh, work. I think you're going to have lots of fun taking all the rockets out. <laughs> stop. I'm now. just going to sprinkle them here and there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So next week, next week will it be rocket, rocket. Max? Yeah, great. All right, buddy. <laughs> you have a great rest of the day. You too.